0: we pray you'll be blessed as you listen to Striving for Revival. Welcome to the Striving for Revival radio broadcast. This is Pastor Justin Cooper coming to today from the KNVBC studio at the North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California. My, what a privilege it is to have you join us for the broadcast today. And what an honor is mine to take the King James Bible and share with you some eternal truth from the very word of God, if you're just joining us today for the very first time, we are going verse by verse through the book of Acts, and we have journeyed all the way now into Acts chapter number 17, and this will be our second Bible study in the 17th chapter we did the first four verses last study and you say well i've missed a lot then i'm getting in on chapter 17 and that is true but good news you can catch it all on our podcast our podcast is entitled striving for revival it's available on every podcast platform also through the north valley baptist church app on the apple uh, app store nvbc app you can get it there as well and uh, you'll like that enjoy that but if you haven't gotten the podcast yet let me encourage you to do so. We take all of these Bible studies and archive them there. That way you can listen. If you've missed us on the radio, you can always catch us on the podcast. Also, it enables you to rewind, fast forward, pause, and replay these things so that you can study, and you can take notes as we go through our Bible together. Paul and Silas are traveling, and they've left the city of Philippi. Of course, there is where the jailer was miraculously saved and his family. They were baptized. Then Paul and Silas, begin to travel. They pass through two major cities in that day, cities that were on the I guess you could call it transcontinental route, the highway that went through that region, the city of Amphipolis and Apollonia. They didn't stop in those two Greek cities, and you would think Paul might stop there, seeing how he has been called to the Gentiles, and he's chosen to reach them with the gospel. But we learned last Bible study why. Now, there's two reasons, I believe, but the first we discussed already, and the second one will be today. But the first reason is, I don't see where there's a synagogue in Amphipolis or Apollonia. Now, Paul, as his manner was, it tells us in verse two, would go into these synagogues on the Sabbath, and he would preach to these Jewish people and the Gentiles who were seeking God, and he would reason with them from the Old Testament that Christ was the Messiah, and that Christ is the prophesied Lamb of God, and that Christ died for their sins according to the Scripture, and that He rose again from the dead. Now Paul did not stop in the other two cities, and he got to Thessalonica. Thessalonica is the capital city. of macedonia and it's a very important city of course and paul is going to preach there i mentioned this last time the bible said paul reasoned with this crowd out of the scripture now let me give you a little bit of background thessalonica was a famous seaport town it was home to thousands of jews and never forget it's evident throughout paul's ministry though he was called to go to the gentiles he never lost his burden for his kinsmen his brethren the Jews. In fact, he said, I wish I was a curse so that they might be saved. And we read that uh, where Paul makes that statement. So this city of Thessalonica is a Jewish stronghold, if you will. There's Jewish people there, and they had 22 synagogues at Thessalonica after the expulsion of the Jews from Spain in the 15th century. So shows us what a strong Jewish influence there is. All right. Now, when Paul wrote his first letter to the church in Thessalonica, he made an interesting comment that explains one reason for his bypassing Amphipolis and Apollonia. He wrote, "You were examples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia." Uh, for uh, for from you sent out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place. It says your faith to God were to spread and it said he talks about how they had they set the example, how their faith encouraged other people's faith. So Paul is talking about the church in Thessalonica, how they've been used of God. It's a strategic place to spread the gospel for them. And their faith is talked about all over the world in every place. All the converts in that city uh, began to enthusiastically become evangelists and spread the gospel. And they traveled, and maybe some of them were in Amphipolis and Apollonia, and they preached there. And so the Holy Spirit used this church and this place of Thessalonica to be a launching pad of the gospel. So Paul arrives in this city. He goes into their synagogue, and for three weeks, on three different Sabbath days, he reasons with both Jew and Gentile who've gathered there to hear the law. His preaching is an apologetic type of preaching. He knows what he believes. He knows the Word of God. He knows how to present the case for his faith from Scripture. And what a lesson that is for us today. Oh, my. We need to have more than just emotional argument. We need to know why we believe what we believe. We need to be able to stand and say, based on the Bible, this is where I stand. This is what I believe. This is my doctrine, and I have Scripture to back it up. And Paul did that. Paul was a student. He told Timothy to study, and Paul made it a habit to study himself. And let me tell you that today, and me as well. We need to be studying the Bible, students of the Scripture. And I don't mean just opening it up. Reading through and marking off our box on the Bible reading calendar, that is good, though. Why? Because it makes us accountable. But I mean, get more out of it than just reading for pace or speed. But read your Bible and dive deeply into the Scripture and stay down until God gives you something. Just read until you—Tom Malone said read until you get heartburn, and I think that's a good— rule of practice so anyway paul is in the city of thessalonica he preaches the bible told us this last study that uh some of them believed many of the devout greeks a great multitude and of the chief women not a few so some of the jewish leadership believed some of the jewish people gathered there believed many of the gentiles believed and then chief women it says not a few all right. Now in verse number five through verse number nine, opposition arises to Paul's ministry. Everywhere Paul meant, he went, rather he wasn't met with a ticker tape parade, he wasn't met with the key to the city. Paul met severe persecution, opposition, and difficulty everywhere that he'd went. Now we've already said, Thessalonica is a city that is a populated city and probably 200,000 people in the city. They had a chief synagogue, and then maybe other synagogues spread throughout the city at this time when Paul was there. And so there's a large number of Jewish people. Now, as Paul's there, he said, some Jews, a multitude of Greeks, and then a lot of the chief women believed. So uh, you, you read this now. Uh, all these different types of people are getting saved, and it's causing a little bit of a stir in the city. The noise is going to spread abroad. And uh, people are going to find out about it, and and they're not going to like it. Now, I want you to see what the Jewish people do. Verse 5 says, but the Jews which believed not. So these are lost people, unbelieving Jews, moved with envy. Isn't that amazing? They're not moved with, you know, contending for their faith. They're just mad that Paul's getting attention, and these people are following him. They are moved with envy. So they gather together. By the way, envy will cause you to do crazy things. So they're moved with envy. They took unto them certain lewd fellows of the baser sort. Now, you study that out. What are we talking about here? We're talking about wicked individuals, unprincipled individuals, worthless individuals, like... Those who would be the scum of society, gangs that would roam the street, involved in every kind of desperate debauchery and depravity. I mean, they're men who have no good intentions. They have no sort of moral compass. They don't live by any kind of principle whatsoever. Just like you have it in your city and we have it in our city, large metropolitan places, the scum uh, 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 of society, they're loafers, uh, freeloaders, those who are looking to steal and rob and hurt, and they have no sort of heart whatsoever. They gather this crowd of men together, and they set all the city on an uproar. And watch what it says, and assaulted the house of Jason and sought to bring them out to the people. Now, that is interesting. Bible commentators believe that Jason is maybe related to Paul. I'm talking about family, family relation. And so that might be the second reason why Paul rushed to Thessalonica. The synagogue is there, and also family is there. Jason is there. So this crowd goes into the house of Jason, and they bring them out. And watch verse number, or they look for them to bring them out. Verse 6, and when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, crying, These that have turned the world upside down are come hither also. So they draw, not finding Paul, they draw Jason out and some of his family. And the testimony is that these men who are disrupting Business as usual in other places are now disrupting business as usual here. And what a testimony for the Christian. They're turning their world upside down. Wouldn't that be good? We barely make a ripple in our society today. But these Christians in the first century were literally changing the game. They were turning the world upside down for the good things of God. Verse 7, "...whom Jason hath received, and these all do contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king, one Jesus. And they troubled the people and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. When they had taken security of Jason and of the others... They let them go. So they're saying that they're trying to cause civil insurrection, and you and I need to take note of that. If you stand for God, you're going to be slandered and lied about, cursed and cussed, but that's all right for the cause of Christ. In this world, you shall have tribulation. He said, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world we'll continue this chapter next bible study and we'll find paul and silas at a place called berea and you'll enjoy that and i will as well so make sure you join me then until that time pray for revival thank you for joining us today for striving for revival with justin cooper assistant pastor at north valley baptist church in santa clara california listen at this time every weekday as we strive for revival